0: what is up everybody it is the Wins a Win podcast we're super excited to be back you we know we've had a little hiatus lately um we've had some you know some interesting things happen in our lives we've decided to take a playbook out of aaron Rodgers' playbook again we uh <laughs> went back to our little hut did some things and and now we're back ready to go um supposedly this is episode 17 if it's not charles said that he has sold me on it so please
1: you could blame, we'll charles, that you yeah, can blame yeah, charles i'm looking
2: it up right now don't worry um however i'm pretty excited 17. i think it is 17 i think it is 17 <laughs> sorry charles um, is um it is number yeah it is sweet let's go oh thank Ooh. goodness <laughs> All right.
0: So now that that's out of the way, we're pretty excited for today's episode. Um, we know we're, we're a couple days late to the party, um, but we're going to be discussing the NBA Finals. Um, we're be discussing the Denver Nuggets. For those of you who don't see, I got my Nuggets jersey on. It is a 2020 Michael Porter Jr. jersey, so I'm not just a Fairweather Nuggets fan. Just for those of you who uh, who might think so um and we'll be talking about the heat kind of our thoughts and opinions on it and we're pretty excited um does anyone have any thoughts on the intro or anything before we jump into our topic
2: i do sam where did your didn't you have something hanging up there last time we filmed oh, are, you like talking on your...
1: about, are you talking about on that painting
2: yeah you had like a chief thing or something yeah it Where'd kept falling
1: go? i had a chief's flag on it It kept falling down so i just took it off
0: oh Mm. yeah sorry guys that's how the dynasty
2: falls right there (laughs) our production value is going is going a little downhill lately also i I will say real quick uh to drop off a little bit off of matt we've been a little mia but we are very excited for these next couple months the summer months because the sports world is a little slow at the moment not much going on so we have a lot of ideas of kind of taking things outside the box and not making it our normal sports talk. Every time we, you know, we've got maybe more movie Mondays, other things that we want to watch other topics and just like fun ways to incorporate sports. So we're really excited yeah. about that. We're going to work a lot on bringing new topics that are super fun and hopefully you guys enjoy them. It'll be a good summer. I, I feel it. So yeah. I just wanted to say that Yeah, we got it we got a lot of
1: ideas coming down the pipeline so it'll be fun to get back into it
2: all right matt you're good awesome good boy matt. Cool boys
0: um i don't know i kind of just want to i know charles charles had sent some topics to us in the chat and everything um but i kind of just wanted to start off with um how do we feel about yokic post-game, post-NBA championship <laughs> vibe. I really want to know everyone's thoughts on it. Oh, that's so funny. I have thoughts on it and everything. Um, and for those of you who don't know, um, the Nuggets did win the NBA Finals, so I'm pretty sure everyone knows that by now. Um, mm-hmm. But if for some reason this is the first time you're hearing it, the Nuggets did win five games, 4-1. They beat the Miami Heat. Um, Jokic did win the NBA Finals MVP, deservedly so. Um, but, yeah. Kind of what was your thoughts or reactions to watching it? I know for me, I usually, like, when someone was a championship, I kind of just, like, turned off, you know? But, like, for the Nuggets, I kind of wanted to watch a little bit more because it was one of my teams that won because the Suns haven't won ever. And then the Nuggets are, like, my second favorite team. And so I wanted to stick around and stuff. And, honestly, I'm really happy I did because it was honestly pretty funny. Um, But what were your guys' thoughts on kind of Jokic's response to, like, you just want to ring – you just won MVP and all
2: that stuff. It you served, go, Sam.
1: Yeah, you go. Okay. Okay. It served as good entertainment value, definitely. Um, I, I'm i not, as more like a casual NBA fan, I wasn't too impressed. This finals was kind of a snooze fest compared to like the last few finals. The playoffs was very fun, but I think the finals was kind of a letdown. But um, I'm glad that you brought the topic up. I thought Jokic... It was super funny with his little post-game interview. He was not interested at all. He was just like, I'm ready to go back home and race my horses, which is really funny. Um, As much as as much hate as you guys want to give to Mahomes, at least he's a big uh game player. He's always super hyped up after wins. Um, He wins MVPs left and right. You know, he's <laughs> the most successful quarterback in the league right now. I mean, at least he gets a little excited for winning. You know, and Jokic, he just went up there and he's like, hey, you finally won the NBA finals. You got NBA MVP. He's like, okay, let me go home. Just, go back to Serbia.
0: Just a side note. I feel like we should have like an episode counter of how many times Mahomes is brought up in our freaking podcast because of Sam, like, we're not even talking about Mahomes. I'm like, Jokic. And he goes, well, you know, Mahomes. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: Well, first of all, first of all, we were you guys are giving flack on Mahomes before the podcast even started. (laughs) Second of all, he is like the perfect example for every like situation I have in my head. Mahomes is the
2: perfect man. Well, I can I can see why you're writing him a little more with how the Cardinals are doing, but we don't have to talk about them today. (laughs) Anyways,
1: oh. so, yeah, so, you don't have to go that far. We're to baseball. Real
2: quick. Um, oh, I'm, I, no, I'm dishing it out to Matt too. I wanted to ask you, Matt, real quick, a little flip question. You said uh? you watched it a little bit after. I'm curious, mm-hmm. how quick did you turn off game six of the Suns Bucks finals? How quick was that? Um, was that an instant instant turnoff?
0: Did you say Suns Bucks finals? Um pretty much whenever you see the meme of like Booker saying, you know, he's like Dang, but obviously, yeah. you know, he, he doesn't say that word. Basically, once he says that, he looks around, that's when I turn it off. I was like, that's my feeling exactly, turn you, it off.
2: You stayed a little more than I thought you would. I thought maybe when there was the free throws, you might have already turned it off when it was over. No,
0: I no, I, I wanted to watch the end so that way I could say I watched the end, like it's my team, you know, that kind of stuff. But once Booker said that, he was just like, dang, like that's when I turned it off because I was like, they let it get away. Like that was like their year and they let it get away. So anyways, that was yeah, I I just wanted
2: about. to ask you that, so a little flip question, not to bring mm-hmm. up that that moment again. Um yeah, so Jokic yeah, it's it's kind of insane how little emotion he shows playing at the highest level of professional basketball. He I think I also heard something from it was Isaiah Thomas podcast or he was on a podcast and they asked him what's Jokic like in person cuz Isaiah Thomas played for a little bit with the Nuggets. He was like, he just like, when he they were done, he was just on his phone playing like a mobile game in the locker room or something. Just
1: I, think something he played,
2: to... I think he played Clash Royale. I think is what he was playing. Clash Royale. Let's yeah. go. Supercell shout out. Anyways, wow. um, he was playing Clash Royale, I guess. It's, it's, I guess and he doesn't really show emotion on the court either. He's not, he doesn't get fired up after big plays. He doesn't really talk to anyone, you know, like Talk trash. He's just all, you know, the only thing he does is as soon as if the other team makes a shot, he instantly grabs the ball and throws it in. You know, they go fast. That's like the most emotion he shows if if that's even counts as emotion. He just grabs it and throws it real quick. It, it's kind of impressive. And I mean, they won a championship, so I can't can't knock it. But to be fair, he he obviously they had a great time at the parade, he did say. He said he wishes he could do it forever or whatever he said. So he had fun there. And he did tackle Jamal Murray into a pool. Which was super fun. That was probably my mm-hmm. favorite clip. So he obviously he showed some happiness. He's just not really like that with the media necessarily. And so, you know, on the podium, he's not gonna maybe, you know, be, you know, talking like all that. But he obviously showed some some positive, happy emotions after. So and only only him would tackle someone into the pool like that. Like I feel like he's the only guy to do that. He's so goofy and he's funny. So shout out to Jokic. I liked it. Yeah,
0: for me, for my opinions, like, that was funny. I'm like, so, um, how do you feel about the parade? And he goes, when's, when's the parade? It's so on Thursday. He goes, oh, no. Like, that was funny. Yeah. And another funny one, too, was when they're like, okay, so, like, because uh, Novak Djok- Djokovic or whatever, he's a tennis player. He just won his 23rd Grand, uh, not Grand Slam, mm-hmm. but major title. Yeah. And he's serving as well. And so he's like, hey, have you gotten a text from Novak, you know? fellow serbians and he looks on his phone and he has like so many messages he goes oh freak no like what the heck like you can tell he like really doesn't care he's just like man he goes one i want to go home to my horses two i want to be with family And three it's like i've seen all these memes but they're like yeah mba is just a side quest for joker and like honestly it's like so true like he just is like yeah i was good to play basketball
2: it's fun but you know time off it's, now it's just so funny Let we put it like this basketball is not necessarily a side quest but the nba is a side quest for him like the business part of it it's just when he's on the court I, he obviously gives 100 percent. but he's just playing basketball that's all he's doing and that's his main quest and all the other stuff associated with the nba he does not care about really at all so no it's and it's, it's like all.
0: pretty awesome just like how like me because i'm like a super big family guy like i really liked how he had his daughter there and was like hanging out with her and all this kind of stuff like i thought that was big really cool and then if i don't know if you guys watched to the um they did like a team photo and murray's in the front with malone with the trophy and everything like that but like Jokic like didn't even yeah he was just in the back just chilling like doesn't care and then like they asked him Hey, do you know where your um, MVP trophy is? I was going yeah, like, to bring that. I back. have no. He's like, no, I have no idea where it is. Like, I could care less. It's like, bro, just won the finals of the MVP, like NBA Finals MVP, like, bet, like you're like probably the best player in basketball at that time, and he's like, yeah, I, you know, it's whatever. Which <laughs> is just like, what the heck?
2: It's ridiculous. Never seen it like you never. Well, you haven't. Obviously, he's always. Been like this. It's just now that he got to the finals with this magnitude and won the finals. Everyone sees it, but that's just how he is, and that's how he's been, uh, and you know, as a player. So it's extremely rare to see this someone that has just—I don't even know. It's he just he balls out, obviously, but you wouldn't think so if you talked to him on the street or something. You wouldn't probably. I mean, I think if you saw him, like, I like this is like kind of like
0: like I'm sure everyone knows about him, like in Serbia. But, like, let's say you don't, if you saw him just on the street in Serbia and his horse and stuff, you'd probably think this dude's a regular farmer, like, not like he just makes millions of dollars playing the NBA. Like, like to me, it's just like, that's like the ultimate dad. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, like, he shows up, does what he has to do, and he's like, all right, peace out. And, like, just, you know, does his, like, actual job, like, after basketball, which is just, like, crazy to think about.
2: It's amazing. The Joker,
1: man, yeah. I don't think we've, I don't think we've had uh, an MVP like of this caliber. Be so good at basketball and then just not show any emotion, like when he's off the court, like that. It's kind of crazy to see. I'm definitely more towards a guy that shows a lot of emotion. Like I'll, I'll give props to LeBron for once. He he does give a lot of emotion, and I'll give him credit for that. It's pretty entertaining. Jokic, it, Jokic balls out. Jokic, he balls out, and then he just kind of sits down on the bench. He's like, okay, I'm done.
2: You can't necessarily hate him, though, either, because sometimes those emotion guys, if they're too far, those are like the more Dylan Brooks, how you know, much he, Pat, he talks. Pat, and Pat Bev. Pat Bev, you know. Yeah, Pat Bev. I mean, he's like – he's he, I mean, obviously, we it's hard to say. I mean, I'm going to guess he's humble, but he's like beyond humble in a way because he just does not talk. At all, to anyone. He just plays his game. He only talks to his teammates, obviously. It's like, it's a word beyond humble because he just, like you said, the finals MVP trophy. He doesn't even care about it. He's just like, oh, I don't know where it went. It's it's almost (laughs) so beyond humble that it's not humble. I don't know. It's... I don't even know where to place him to be honest. It's that's the fun of it though. That's the joker for you. Right.
1: Yeah. I guess it's I mean, true. I would,
2: to... I would say it's pretty humble. Like, I mean, when you're just
0: like, Oh, I mean, I think it just shows that like he doesn't care and realizes that basketball, like isn't everything. Like, I mean, TBH is Kobe probably rolling over in his grave that someone when the NBA finals MVP that doesn't care about basketball, maybe I have no idea, but like, At the same time, you hear these stories of people, like, all these players, like, wanting to play with Jokic and stuff. So, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, he's, like, a super humble guy, doesn't care about, like, the accolades. He more cares about his teammates and his team. And I think that is the definition of a team player. And, like, that's someone who you want on a team. Like, if I had a player like that on my team, I would do anything for that team or that player, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's the part what makes Jokic like, so special.
2: We, we we've talked about it. I think we haven't talked about it on air, but I know I've been listening to a lot of Bill Simmons lately and they, they keep oh. bringing it up. But like Jokic, they do better when he passes more. And that's actually really his, his game. Like that's what he wants to play. He wants to set up his teammates. We, we brought up the stat when he scored those 40 – they were 0-4 when he scored 40 points in the playoffs plus he wants to pass his teammates once his teammates involved he doesn't necessarily want to score that much and that's that's, that's i want to say
0: score. when he had 10 or more assists i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure they didn't lose i, I think unless yeah. unless he had 10 assists like the sun's game and stuff but like it was some ridiculous thing where it's like if yeah. he has 10 or 10 or more assists i think they were like maybe 15 and 1 or 14 and 2 in the playoffs like it was Ridiculous, yeah, he could but. care less
2: about scoring. He's gonna shoot if it's open, though, obviously. But he's gonna pass if it's there before shooting. Like that's what he's gonna do, and it's 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 amazing. I didn't even really know this about him until we got to this magnitude, you know, because they've been. I mean, obviously the bubble happened. They got to the Western Conference Finals. That was kind of whatever. And then the last couple mm-hmm. of seasons, they were bounced in the first round. So I didn't mm-hmm. even really know this about Jokic until we got to here. So. It's been good well, for him. Good for- I
0: guess last year last year they were bounced in the first round. Oh, the, the year Suns. That, yeah. Even before that, it was two. It was it was two. two.
2: Yeah. You're right. You're right. Because
0: mm-hmm. the Suns beat them in four. In, in that playoff in four. And
2: then did we beat them again? Warriors. They lost to the Warriors last year, I remember. Oh, Warriors. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Warriors. Yep. When Jordan Poole was actually like pretty okay at basketball. I don't pretty, know what happened. Pretty yeah, I don't know what happened to him, <laughs> but the Jordan. Well, well, boys. Yes. He's being shipped off to China. No, we right? love
0: Jordan Fool. Talk <laughs> about the Nuggets, my
2: guys. Yes. You well, know what I'm that sorry? means? I apologize. Yes. Oh, no, okay. But you know
1: what that means? No
2: non-Nuggets players. It means that you're going to hit the timer for me, the lap time, because it's a new topic. I did,
0: because we're moving on to the next nice. topic,
2: which is the Nuggets dynasty
0: and that's kind of what we were trying we were talking about about you know okay they got bounced in the second round now bounced in the first round and now they're NBA champions so with that in mind and with the ages of the players because you have a core four I would say for the Nuggets you have the Joker I think who's 27 or 28 Murray who's I believe 25 MPJ is like 22 or 23 and then Aaron Gordon is also like 27, 28. So he's also kind of getting in there as well. Or is he close to 30? I forget about Aaron Gordon. I can Gordon. pull it
2: up if you want the exact ages. Yeah. You but anyways, play?
0: yeah, sure. Yeah, so those four guys, in your opinion, what does the future of the Nuggets look like? Is it a dynasty? Is this maybe a, a, a two-year run? What are your guys' thoughts based off of their performance from this year and the finals? And what you know now going forward. What what do you guys think?
2: Sam, you got you got it. I got it. Yeah. Uh
1: it's I I don't want to call it a fluke, um, but I also think we're gonna see more of those like bouncing rounds, you know, just early or late round exits like that uh, in the coming years. I don't think it's a really a core four that can get multiple changes from this. I'm being a little critical on it, but the the main man is Jokic. And I mean, he's not he's not old or anything, but he's a very big guy. He's over seven feet tall. And age doesn't really turn out to be a good factor, especially when you, you're over 30 and you're that big of a guy like Jokic. You're not gonna be able to play it the physical ability that he's playing at right now. Like he absolutely balled out this season. He should have won his third straight MVP. I think. They they might be in contention for another championship next season, but I can't say the
2: same for the season. That's, that's that. it. Yeah, that's it. My favorite segment. Time to destroy Sam's argument. <laughs> All right. Okay, go on, so Charles. let me hear. I I can I can I hear with you a little bit about the Nuggets. Oh, actually, sorry. Let me give you the ages, Matt. Just just for for context, <sighs> uh, and then I'll go into mine. Aaron Gordon is twenty seven. Nicola Jokic is 28, Jamal Murray is 26, Michael Porter is 24. Ooh. Okay, so that's pretty Ooh, close on nice, all those guys, man. Though. I do kind hard. of agree with you a little, Sam, about – I wouldn't call this a fluke, but I do wonder a little bit about their long-term success. Like, they don't necessarily feel as strong as, like, past potential dynasties, you know. But mm-hmm. I do like the Jokic-Murray one, too, and that's going to get you far as long as they're doing well, and I actually – will combat your argument about Jokic. The way he plays, I think he can sustain this for longer than you're giving him credit because he really doesn't jump that high or or move that fast, you know? And he's only 28. 28 is like that prime age. So I think he's got like four more MVP caliber years in him and that can win you championships. So I definitely think there's a window. I'm obviously not the biggest MPJ fan. I know Matt loves him, but he's a little on and off for me. I don't trust him. As a core guy, he's making like 30 million. So I I worry a bit about him. And and Aaron Gordon has filled in nicely, but he's, I don't know, about a third option still for him. So I do wonder a little bit about their other pieces after Jamal Murray because Jamal Murray is definitely a number two, and he pairs so well with Jokic. But obviously they've got, you know, something like Christian Braun looked really good, so he could be a future piece for them as like a, you know, a wing. And then I think they should try and keep Bruce Brown if they can. He was really good for them. But yeah, I I think What about KCP? Think, oh, and KCP for sure. 3 and D. I think that there's a window. I would not call it a dynasty, but I would call it a window, I guess if that makes sense. But I'm not going to say dynasty yet. I mm. guess what we have to determine is
0: what is the what is the guideline or thing of a dynasty. Does that make sense? Like what like what would constitute a dynasty? Like obviously like when I think of dynasties, granted, I know this is not NBA, but NFL, you know, hmm. the Patriots were a dynasty for those 20 years. And granted, I don't think you'll see anyone go 20 years in the sport, let alone basketball for dynasty. You know, I know we do refer to the Warriors having a dynasty. Um, so what what do you guys think is like the years or thresholds of, oh, OK, that was a dynasty? Does that make
2: sense? Very good question. Hmm. For
0: me, I think – And I would say do this in NBA terms because obviously football terms, it's a little bit easier because you have more players, etc. But, like, let's do, like, NBA-type NBA type dynasty because I don't – I mean, with the Patriots, they went to – I think it was either 14 or 15 AFC championship games – Went to 10 Super Bowls. So, you know, all that kind of stuff. So,
2: I think it's got to be a minimum of a five year sample size, or I think that's the sweet spot. And I think you've got to make it to at least four finals and probably win two or three. And I say that is a dynasty. I think it's got to be sustained though for five years. I'll give them a little bit of leverage. You know, they don't have to make the finals every year. I'll give them one, but I'd say four out of five is probably. As long as you win a, at least a couple or all of them, but yeah. And obviously it helps if you repeat. I think that really strengthens it and you have a little leverage there. But I'd say right around a five-year run where you get, you know, you're always competing, you get to the finals most of the time. That That's my assumption of a dynasty, which I think that can happen with these Nuggets for sure. So, but that's that's my assumption. So. Good question though, Matt. That's good. Yeah, what, what do you about got, you, Sam? Sam?
1: Um, well, a perfect consideration that I have, um, I keep it in NBA terms. Um, if it were in the NFL, I'd go straight to the Chiefs. They're going on twenty five years, AFC Championship every year. But that's not the topic, though. Um, I'll
2: give you that, though. <laughs> I'll give you it.
1: the The perfect team that I always think of when I think of like a dynasty is obviously the Warriors. Um, they've been pretty. They're still a very recent team. I mean, they could. They're. They're still. You can still even call that they're in championship contention now, but they a stretch from 2015 to 2019. They made the finals every year, and they won three of those finals, too. That's crazy impressive. I will say that. Um, they still have it going for them. They I mean, they've won four finals in the last, what, eight years. They still have a chance to win more. But my personal threshold, I think, for what determines a, a dynasty like that I would say maybe three finals appearances like that. The Nuggets do have that one in 2020, and they did just win 2023. So, I mean, they have two.
2: Western Conference Finals. Western well, Conference Finals. finals? The, oh, they did. Yeah, how exactly. did you forget 2020? That's the LeBron ring. The little Mickey. Keep going. <laughs> the little Mickey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, that That's the bubble year as well, too. That's why I forget about it. But, yeah, I think if, um, a fair way to say if they make three finals appearances, that would be good. Wow. Find how many
2: do like um, what span of time,
1: though? What span of time? Question. I immediately think like a good number of that would be like within a five-year time span, but I also think that's a little strict for a dynasty. You're obviously not going to see something like that great happen from time to time.
2: Um, well, that's that, why dynasties are rare. You know, that's true. I that's think true. they should have high standards.
1: Are you saying Jokic is the guy to make that rarity happen?
2: Yeah, I think I believe. I mean obviously you can't be only him, but you have him, and that's the first piece in the dynasty. So
1: it is true. Yeah. Is true. He's the first piece.
2: That's the main piece. He he's, needs I mean so. he's
1: not like a he's not like a Steph Curry or a Jordan Poole, but <laughs> I mean he's okay. Jordan Poole. <laughs> the goat, Jordan Poole. Matt, what say you?
0: What say I? Um what say you <laughs> for me? I think for a Dynasty, I think you have to – I think the sample size has to be five or six years, and you have to be in and win at least half of those. So, like, obviously the Warriors were in there from 15 to 19, and they won last year, so they've won four and eight years, you know. They've been in five out of the eight, so more than half, but they've won half. I would say Dynasty. And then, obviously, the Bulls is a little bit more of an anomaly, um, you know, from 90 to 96, right? Or, yeah, or 98, sorry, from 90 to 98, they're in there six times, win six, you know, dynasty, right? I think those are the two that you have, if you're not including, like, the Bill Russell Celtics, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, we're talking, like, more modern-day NBA, it's definitely going to be the Bulls and Warriors. So, I would say the Nuggets um, would have to do that. Now, when looking at the Western Conference, um, I think you have Warriors who are in decline. I think this was the Lakers year, I think they're going to go in decline. Um, Memphis, who the freak knows. I think the Kings are decent. Like, the only team that I really see challenging the Nuggets would probably be the Suns, and not because I'm, like, a bandwagon person. It's just... You have D-Book, KD, everything. But even then, they don't look that great to me. Like, I just see the Nuggets. Like, who's going to stop Jokic? Who's going to stop Murray, right? Like, in the West, right? You don't do I don't. <laughs> you paper. pay for Aiden ain't doing crap. Um. Anyways, um, like, who's going to stop Jokic? Who's going to stop Murray? I don't see anyone. And then you have Aaron Gordon, who I think is a good third option, and he showed in – I think it was game four is when he went – he kind of went off and carried a little bit. He is a good option, and he's finding his role. Like, he knows he's a role player. Does that make sense? Like, he doesn't have Mm -hmm. to do a lot of stuff. He knows his role. And then I think MPJ is part of that core four, but with his injury history, it is a little bit more up in the air, you know? But, like, I mean, his game five, he had 16 points, 13 rebounds, like – that's pretty huge like your fourth guy doing that like i think that's pretty huge so i think if you do keep those core seven i think you have to keep seven of the guys i think you have to have jokic murray gordon porter or sorry mpj you have to have kcp bruce brown and then um oh, who's the other guy I, I think christian brown i think christian brown you can keep if you keep those seven guys I think you can fill in the rest of the bench and be fine, if I'm going to be honest. And just the way that the West looks, to me, it seems like they can definitely go back at least the Western Conference Finals. I would say probably Finals again. So in my opinion, I do think the Nuggets have all the pieces. To be a dynasty, it really just depends on health and who they keep. So that would be my answer to that question.
2: There you go. Oh, I, I also we forgot to mention another dynasty, I would say, from basketball. I would I would give the San Antonio Spurs. They won 4 and 8 oh, as well. Yeah, the Spurs, that's true. They won in the odd years. They won in 05, 07, 2000. They technically won in 99 and then 2003, 5-7, yeah. which the 357 yeah. run was more dynasty-ish, but Yeah. And that that I just want to bring up a little sub question as well because it made me think about that because they obviously won in 2014, probably should have won in 2013. We all yeah. know Ray Allen saved LeBron. I know you <laughs> like that, Sam. Yeah. So, he well, did. obviously those championships from 2007 to 13, that's pretty spread out. But it's like the same core of guys. So, how do yeah. you still kind of view that as like a dynasty? Like, would you tie those extra years in or not really because it was too long? Even though it was the same core.
0: Well, let's see. Are you so which, So, I think if you're going to do that, you have to lop off one of the outliers. And I'd be outliers as in you either have to cut off 99 and start at 03, or you cut off 14 and keep it with 99 to seven. That's my personal opinion, just because those years are a little different. Like, obviously, 03 to 07 is the core, and then 14, like that's seven years, but that's still what four. Yeah, that's four in 11 years, which is very good, of course.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah. I would definitely say 99 to 07, I think, for me, is more of a dynasty. That's, yeah, And then 14 was like, I would say, a last hurrah. That's what I would say. For the
2: Spurs, it's almost like a dynasty for the players themselves if you include the 14, like yeah. with Tim Duncan, and because it's their well, legacy. Tim Duncan,
0: I mean, because he was in there from 99 to 14, so he went to how many finals, you know what I'm
2: saying? So he would have, if Rayon didn't make that shot, I, I remember always, I remember it was CB brought up to me the first time like years ago, and I didn't even think about it. He would have been six and in the finals, which would have been crazy. He Same mm-hmm. as MJ, but unfortunately, but yeah, I think, I think
0: you have to do, I think for Spurs. First dynasty it's 99 through 7 that's
2: mm-hmm. what I think I think people think of him as the dynasty up until like Duncan and then retired but I think it's mm-hmm. more just like player legacy than like dynasty necessarily yeah but yeah I, I, I there I would give them as well as a dynasty so three, three modern I, dynasties and I
0: mean I would say people do probably think of that as a dynasty because what did you have after that the start of the warriors right and kind of the yeah. west right so mm-hmm. everyone I mean I mean, even maybe the Lakers, you could potentially. Potentially, because they won in what? Oh, one and oh, two, and then one in nine and ten. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's four and nine the, years.
1: The Lakers also won in 2002. So I would have. The, oh, yeah. The,
0: the Lakers were 2000, Shaq, They won like
2: the two. three-peat. That is, oh. I think
0: that they is did a threepeat. Okay. Yeah, 3 uh, Yeah, dynasty. So, okay. So we have. So we'll say you had the Bulls. Then you had, we'll say, Lakers, and then Spurs, Warriors. So those have been the the four recent. We'll say yeah. well, that. We say though, oh,
1: you go Sam. The NBA is well. I was just gonna say the NBA is pretty prone for like a dynasty run like that too. I think whatever, um, whenever like the Larry Bird and Magic Johnson uh, duo happened, even before like the Bill Russell Celtics too. I think that rivalry. I mean, it kind of. Set forth for a bunch of dy- different dynasties to come up.
2: Mm-hmm. Let me just uh, say, though, the Spurs—I don't know if they should have won in two thousand seven. Uh, I always remember this as a bitter Suns fan. They got pretty screwed over. Uh-huh. I don't even think you it probably did. know what happened, Sam, but whatever.
1: No, I don't. Uh,
2: and all I know didn't...
0: is that whoever won between the Spurs and Suns were going to beat the Cavs. Like everyone knew that.
2: That I—I I know the Bucks one was probably. I mean, obviously they got to the finals, so it was more of a. A heartbreak but that seven sons team was really robbed to be honest oh uh, we don't got to bring that up that was sad that's prime nash days all right sorry man was hey nash love you man i got you right there so you're always with me yeah <laughs> yeah pay your ring. respects Matt. that
1: <laughs> no rig nash bro come on
2: oh my god oh shut up sam screw no, you ri- no that's my
1: nickname <laughs> for him no ring nash
2: <laughs> oh man uh we can't even argue it though
1: Poor charles no ring, Nash. Hey, and Giannis. At, bring, no,
2: he, yeah, that, I mean, that, that might be the only ring he gets with the Bucks, so I can't complain about that.
1: So. Mm, you think so? I mean, they, they were trying to the trade one. for
2: Bradley Beal, I've heard. I don't even, yeah, they, they have like no assets left or right. anything. They traded everything away. I don't even know how they'd get on. A
1: lot of, a lot of people forget that they were the number one seed coming into the playoffs, too, even though they, oh,
2: did. looking at how Jimmy Butler, which I think, good transition, Sam.
1: Ooh, maybe looking
2: at looking cool. at how Jimmy Butler played later on in the playoffs compared to how he put against the Bucs makes me a little sad because he tore the Bucs apart mm. and I thought he was unstoppable. And then he kind of fizzled out and then he really fizzled out in the finals, which is that what we're thinking for the next topic? Is that what you guys?
0: Yeah, what what I was I already put. I already left the stopwatch for on it. I just wanted yep. to say, like, I know we have about, you know, about 10, 15 minutes left. I know we haven't talked about the heat like really at all until now. But Heat fans, this is our dedicated section to you. We appreciate you. We love you. Great run as the eight seed. Probably, I think probably one of the better runs I would say. Um, just who they had to beat and everything. But I do, I I do like the question that Charles asked um, in our Discord and kind of now. It's okay. What happened to Hemi Butler? Hemi himself in NBA Finals. It seemed like. It seemed like he wasn't himself until, like, the last, like, five minutes of game five of the NBA Finals. Like, and that's my personal opinion, but I want to hear I, what your guys' thoughts are. And, I mean, for me, I think it's almost like it's a little tiring. Like, he just played how many games, right? You played, was it five, I think, in the first round? Was that right, Charles? Or six? Five. They, yeah, they would be the Bucks in five. Yeah, so you played five, and then you played, was it five or six against the Knicks? Six. Six? And then seven against the Celtics. So that's 13 plus five, that's 18 plus another five, that's 23 games. And during the next series, he did roll his ankle pretty bad and everything. And maybe that kind of did something, but granted he played well with, you know, the Celtics, I guess Celtics, but I mean, 23 games, you know, that's, that's a lot of games. And with, you know, Tyler Hero being out and then Victor Arlo Depot being out. Like, I don't know. What do you guys think? Like about his finals run, but as well as how his play in the finals were and the Heat team in general.
2: Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna bring that up. I know I brought up Jimmy what happened to Jimmy Butler, but really when you when I think about the questions like what happened to the Heat, especially after game two. So I went into the finals. I thought the Heat were gonna win in six. Because they had just proved me wrong every series. Well, I didn't think they'd beat the Knicks. I did not think they'd beat the Celtics. Prove me wrong again. As Bill Simmons called them, he called them the Miami Zombies. Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, Caleb Martin, who looked like Kawhi Leonard in the Celtics series. Duncan Robinson, Robinson. he came back to life out of nowhere. So I was thinking... He looks like the guy from Jimmy Neutron, bro. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, he does. I just thought... I thought that they were just going to will themselves to the win. And after game two, I was like, I felt pretty confident about it. I was like, yeah, they're back. Because, you know, Gabe Vincent had 20-something points. And they got some threes from Max Struess. You know, he got off to a hot start. And then I don't know what happened. They just, the rest of the series were not very good at all. Yeah. And Jimmy Um, still wasn't even that good before their collapse. He, game two, he wasn't even the best. He shot 36%. You know, he had nine assists, but... I remember watching it. It was Gabe Vincent and those other guys and and Bam, who I think was the best player for them in the finals. They were doing more of the the work than Jimmy was. And I do think the Knicks injury has to come into play a little bit here. So I I think that's part of it. But yeah, he just, he lost confidence. It looked like he wasn't shooting with as much uh, impurity, you know, as he was before he wasn't really, you know, shooting with confidence. You can kind of see he was a little more timid with his shot, a little more timid with his moves. And that's just because he had been struggling. Even the Celtics series, he wasn't that good. He didn't shoot very well at all. And I don't know how much of the an impact the ankle injury had or, or what, but the heat really did flame out. And for some reason, they didn't play well at home in the playoffs either, especially those last couple of series. They'd lost yeah. their last four home playoff games. And, you know, the Nuggets just came in and took it to them, you know, and it didn't, you know, the, I don't know. It, it kind of probably, felt weird how they collapsed, know. but – I guess when you look back on it, the it's what I I guess in my mind was expecting to happen earlier, and it just never did. So I kind of became immune to what they kind of were this season because they were only 44 and 38 because they couldn't score that well. They weren't mm-hmm. that good from shooting, especially from three. They were one of the worst teams, but they caught fire in the playoffs, which is what fueled their run. And they turned back kind of into that eight seed in those last uh, th- three games which is, yeah. you know, what I thought would happen earlier. And yeah, it, it kind of, I mean, I was, I didn't want the Heat to win, so I'm happy the Nuggets won, but I, I thought they would. So I was really, when I saw, you know, after game three, I was like, oh, they'll come out better game four. And I don't know, it just it wasn't happened. there. They were yeah. they were that eight seed again. That's what they turned into. And I think they win as Jimmy went, to be honest. I know they got away with it from the Celtics series, but like what happened to Caleb Martin, for example, mm-hmm. he disappeared in the finals. He was if he didn't go off like he did against the Celtics, they probably aren't being the Celtics. Right. So I don't know. I think they go as Jimmy goes. And once he starts struggling, I think it just kind of died out on him. And, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's not like their defense was bad. They kept the Nuggets to pretty not too high of scores. They just couldn't score themselves, which is what they struggled with all season. So, yeah, but they've always been a good defensive team. They They always will be so.
1: Yeah, yeah, it it led back to uh, a lot of people didn't realize that they were actually, like you said, the eight seed coming into the playoffs. They barely had an over five hundred record, and like you said, when Jimmy Butler wasn't really hot, the rest of the team was pretty ice cold too.
2: Real quick, Sam, before you keep going, they lost to the Hawks in the play game. They got kind of steamrolled they by did. the Hawks. Just let us the, the Hawks.
1: I think they were losing. Yes, like three seconds to go in game two. Like three Are
2: minutes. You... They were losing okay, to the Bulls. I, and I might they have been were,
1: blowing that up a little bit. They, lost,
2: they were down like three with like three minutes left. If they lose that game, they don't even make it. Yeah. So, yeah. But keep going.
1: No, exactly. They, It was an absolute miracle to even get into the playoffs after that play-in tournament, too. But, uh, yeah, Jimmy B, I mean, there was, there was so much hype with him. Obviously, we were all talking about it with him beating the Knicks and then the Celtics. It, it was kind of beautiful to watch, but then, yeah, they all kind of fizzled out. The whole team fizzled out at the in the finals. And, I mean, I was kind of shocked and disappointed, definitely. I, I didn't really watch any games after, like, halftime of game three because I kind of knew the Heat weren't really going to come back from this. It was awesome to see them win game two like that. I mean, they they only won by, like, four or five points, I believe. It was a pretty close game. But, uh, yeah, I was expecting a lot more – Kind of hype especially when they were going to uh miami seeing the home crowd but they, they still kind of sucked like you said next year's kale barton they they just stopped playing bam bam did great but no one else really did great and they didn't have their god tower hero i mean granted he probably shouldn't have played because he had that hand injury and he could probably re-aggravate it pretty easily, but. I was really hoping he would come back sometime soon and they said there was a pretty good chance for him to play in the last game but Spolstra was like no you're not playing and they lost. So thanks Eric. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um for me I definitely have some thoughts on it cuz one of my buddies shout out to my boy Preston um he's a Heat fan and everything. Um and he likes them, and, and you know, he was, he was telling me the whole season, you know, hey, like, we're a good team. We just have to get unlucky and all that stuff. And I think to an extent that's true. But on the end of the day, too, like, they couldn't score when they needed to, and that was their problem the whole time. And when you're an eight seed, like, there's a reason why you're an eight seed. Like, if I'm just going to be honest, like, there's a reason why you're an eight seed. Like, very you ever really do you magically, like, turn into something you're not, And against better defense and just a better team, as in Denver, you could see that they were an eight seed. Like, you could just see the the shot selection and who they're going to. Granted, losing Oladipo and Hero, like, Hero is like a starter six-man, right? And then Oladipo came off the bench. Like, it's hard to lose those two dudes because at least there's bodies and there's some size, and now you get even smaller pretty much. And I think that's hard because the Heat were a smaller team compared to Denver. I mean, you have Aaron Gordon who's six, is he six eight, six nine, Michael Porter Jr. who's six ten. Jokic is seven foot. Like those are three of your starters. Whereas Miami has no one other than Bam who's close to six ten. Like Bam's like six nine. Like Cody's East or... Oh my like god. Like I said. Like I said. You only have have bam pretty much. Like if you have to put in Cody Zeller, like that's not good. Like it means you don't really have a good backup. You know what I'm saying? Um and so what I was telling people is I I, I said Denver and five. Um, I don't think I said that on the podcast because we didn't have one before. Um, but to all my buddies, I said Denver and five. Um but you know, you play who you are. And there's a reason why all those Miami guys were undrafted, right? Like, there's a reason why they're all undrafted. They're not game changers. And as much as that, like, hurts to say, like, obviously, I'm not even close to being drafted, not even close to touching a, you know, a college court. Like, those guys, far and away, better than all of us, like, shoot the lights out. But when we compare it to NBA people, right, the the current, you know, employees of the NBA, there's a reason why those guys are undrafted and most people don't have a bench full of undrafted guys. Right. Yeah. And so I do think pressure did get to them. um, And I do think they kind of just ran out of steam. I think if they would have beat the Celtics in five games, I think this series probably goes six or seven, but because that series was seven games, you're up three Oh, then tied three, three. I think that really um, took a toll on the heat more than what people think. Um, and then you realize, oh, we got to play Jokic and them. I mean, and Jokic and Murray and all them, I mean, they, they swept the Lakers. So they were off for like over a week and a half waiting for the finals, you know? And so I think that's also key. And then was I surprised that Miami took one in Denver? I was because of the altitude, like, of course, hundred percent, but like, Expecting them to win game five, I think, was a tall task. And granted, the referees tried to make it to where Miami could win that game. Um, There were so many fouls that were not called, and it was like a brawl. It was like just a big bar fight pretty much. Um, Yeah, that was a bad game, honestly. (laughs) But, you know, the heat – I mean, I think if you're the heat, what you take from this is we have the pieces to make a run. So let's go get another star that can help us. And I would say they have they have two things. You need to get another star to take the load off of Jimmy and Bam. And two, you need more size. I'm hearing Dame Lillard. Not, I am hearing Dame Lillard, but they just need size. Like, think about if you have like another 6'10 or 6'11 guy, that would help out Bam, I think, a lot, right? Just taking yeah. some pressure off. So to me, it's from this series and from this playoffs run, you need size. another star other than that heat culture is true they can beat anybody and eric spolstra i would say is probably one of the best coaches in the nba right now um and if you're the heat if you're the heat and the heat fans i would say you take this as a stepping stone to okay like we're in contention we just need to get better in those key areas but overall I mean, if you're a Heat fan, like what more could you have wanted? I mean, you're an eight-seed play in tournament, eight seed, and you go all the way to the finals. Like, as much as I would hate the San Susan finals, I would I would have rather had us be an eight seed and go to the finals than get smacked at home again. I mean, granted, we lost the eventual NBA champions and we took the most games off of every off of them compared to everyone else, which you know, hey, that's a good thing. But like in the finals
2: is really fun so yeah i mean i gotta give the heat i know we're talking we're giving them some criticism which they you know just ultimately deserve some for how they finish but and we look at the long you know the the whole picture it's really impressive what they did and i mean they smacked my bucks in five games you know they they i mean they i was looking as you were talking about i was looking at their you know their game walks at the playoffs and what they scored against the bucks was nuts for the they scored 130 122, 121, 119, 128. Jimmy averaged 37 a game on 60% shooting. And I look at the finals in comparison, 93, 111, which was their highest, 94, 95, 89. A huge difference. They just, yeah. And even against like the Celtics, it wasn't the highest, especially when they lost those couple games. They had like a 99 and 97, 102, 103. It was like low 100. Knicks, you know, 101. Nine, one hundred five, one hundred three, you know. So i was still. I just. I can't believe how they played against the Bucks. They just. just you know. They absolutely yeah, went they off on them, and their defense kind of helped them through the next couple rounds. Boston was kind of a mess, but yeah, they finally met their match. So, but still, yeah. a very impressive run. I'm disappointed how Jimmy ended the the playoff run. Like I said, we don't know how much the ankle affected him, but I am disappointed. Mm-hmm. Because it just wasn't yeah. him, and he was not shooting well, and I don't know. Yeah. Just I don't know. They
1: made, they made it pretty far, at least. I mean, they made yeah. it as far as they could. I I just hope Jimmy Buckus will get a ring sooner or later. He is that guy. He's got you the. Think,
2: you think? You Hemi, think that guy. mean is that guy.
1: Uh, Hemi I mean, is that guy?
2: If
1: If I were Eric Spolstra, I would just go straight to Cody Zellert and work with him. He's got the size already. He's got the potential to be the stardom too. I mean, best of both worlds. Right? I think oh, it was geez. I think it was
2: Stephen A. who said Jimmy can't be a number one option on a championship team. I think Stephen A. said that.
1: Ooh. Okay, That's here's the pick. thing.
0: I think I think Jimmy can be the number one option, but it has to be one A one B.
2: It can't yeah, just be. A I, solid I actually one. kind of agree. I don't think he's a solid one either. I actually do no. agree with him a little bit. I think he's
0: 1A. I think it's a 1A, 1B. I don't think he can be the number one, like, as an alpha male. Like, obviously, like, he's not a KD. He's not a Booker. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not
2: him. He's not a Jokic. But he's not a Jokic. He's not a
0: Giannis. Yeah. He's not an Embiid. He's not Tatum. You know, all that kind of stuff. Right? You know? He's right. He's below them. He's the level below them. I'd say he's level below. I'd say if, if you get Dame on that team, Dame's 1A. Jimmy's 1B. I would be scared of that team because you have a shooter in Dame, you know, Dame time. And then you have Jimmy <laughs> who will steal, play his butt off. And then you have Bam as like a two option or, th- in this case, I'd be three.
2: Like, yeah, that's a tough, that's a tough task. That's a tough task.
1: it would be very tough.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I really like Bam a lot. He's a very good player. And he I mean, was really he was I important mean, for them. He, yeah, like I said, he was sure. their best player in the finals, in my opinion, for sure. For sure,
1: yeah. Don't forget Oladipo too. I mean, yeah. he's he's had some star years. It's it's a little bit in the past now. But it's just
0: his knees. I I just don't trust his health. That's the only reason yeah, why.
1: He, he's pretty injury prone now. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, don't count him out.
2: Yeah, I think oh. uh, a good episode, good finals episode. We need to get it, get it out there. Let's go, good stuff. I agree. Yeah, I liked it. Yes, I liked it. We We're you wanna? hit with the outro, Sam? Actually.
1: Oh me, you okay? Me with the outro?
0: Yes. Oh, by the way, sorry. Oh. I just thought about this. Just to shout out, um, one of our interviewees that we had on the podcast, mm. Danny Kalen, got invited to the Elite Eleven camp for oh, football really? this past this year, and it just finished. And he was tied for fifth. As fifth best in elite eleven, and he was uh one of the few three stars to be invited, and that's a really um uh, juniors and seniors get to go and stuff, but that's a really um elite honor, and so just want to shout him out and uh you know give him his flowers, and that's a really cool thing. So
2: you actually Hmm. bring up a, a very good point as well. I'm going to be, I think maybe this next week. I wish I would have done it this past week when we were a little MIA. It would have been perfect, but I'm going to upload all our interviews one a day from when it was just Matt and I with no notes. And I'm going to have all our interviews up as a little archive so you guys can keep out of lookout for that. We also had Dan Danny on. We had another name, Connor Mance. We had Brecken Monzingo, who was an All-American soccer player, which I, I saw. That was really cool. And anyway, we had a couple others, so keep a uh, lookout for those. Hey. Hoping to do more interviews too. That's another thing we want yeah. to include. So, hey
1: bro, you can't forget about the goat.
2: Well, I didn't want. That's why I didn't say his name. Don't worry. Okay, I know exactly. Okay. What you're thinking I guess about. you I I didn't say his a, name. That's. that's why. <laughs> I guess
1: you wanted to be a secret then. I, I'll I've make sure that's be, number
2: seven. Yeah, that's. Now, I, I'm gonna okay. just upload them in chronological okay. order when we did them. That's but, a good idea. But
1: yeah. I've been I've been striving for Charles to get him back on the podcast. <laughs> I want to interview we, him again we
2: probably could i'm not even good yeah you want to interview him this time maybe you can do it maybe matt guess, i'll take uh, a break
1: i'll, I'll interview him and, and he'll respond to me like who are you like <laughs> i don't know i'm some nobody but <laughs> anyway cool. thanks
2: for updating me on that matt
1: <laughs> that is really no cool. yeah but um yeah uh thank you guys for joining us it's it's glad to be back or we're glad to be back i mean um Long-awaited uh new podcast episode covering the finals. We have a lot of fun topics coming down the pipeline. Um, I think in the future, future episodes, I believe we have we might have some like watch parties, some other whoa. fun stuff coming up. So well, yeah, stay tuned. Um, this is Sam Cookie, H Double, and Maddie B signing out. Thank you guys for watching. Peace. Peace.